weekend. I basically say don't burn the place down. And then you went and you burned the place down. Ryan started the fire! When I say you burned the place down, I don't mean people who listen to the show. I mean all the other jerks. I'm talking about folks in Seattle burning the place down, and Portland burning the place down, and Oakland burning the place down, and Austin burning the place down, and Louisville burning the place down. Just all sorts of fun happening all over the country. Why? Well, because there's a general mood. And the general mood is the American system sucks. According to the New York Times, from Los Angeles to New York, protesters marched in a show of solidarity with demonstrations in Portland, Oregon. In Seattle, they- That was a fascinating choice in the map. I, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm sorry about that. Go to YouTube and watch the video. But that map is super... That was a very, like, very precise map that he picked right there. It's, uh... Very red. <laughs> I don't know what map specifically he was using. Maybe, uh, county... Voting? Representation? I don't know. Uh, Alaska is entirely red? Really? And only parts like that of California are blue? Uh, I can't really... Wow. Alright. Um, I don't think Colorado's that big of a swing state. It's usually voted blue, so that's fascinating that this sliver here is enough to win. What fucking map is this? That is a lot of red. I'm getting lost in this, but wow. Um, what we have here is Ben Shapiro talking about Portland violence being a myth. Um, it stems from, I think, Jerry Nadler, who went on TV or had an article or some shit, uh, said Antifa is a myth. And uh, I didn't read the article, but I kind of assumed from the headline that the idea of Antifa, whether it's a group or an organization, is a myth. Um, the right likes to, and the president, like to just kind of group any dissidents or criticism or anybody further left than the Democratic Party. They mark them as Antifa, effectively marking them as if they were a Yudin and um, kind of putting people's lives in danger with that kind of rhetoric and that kind of idea. It's like we have Antifa and MS-13, and those are our enemies. And it's like, ah, that, that one over there, that, that, that Antifa thing, um, you're kind of making it up. Now, it is a thing. It has a history. It, it tends to be a mobilization tactic of protesters where they gather together to uh, demonstrate against fascism, hence the name Antifa, or in long form, anti-fascist. Um, it's not any specific group. Rose City... Antifa is a specific group. Um, I don't know. Maybe if New York has one. New York City Antifa. There's an organization or a group. But Antifa as a whole? No. that's It's not some kind of uh, scattered ISIS. It's, uh, it's a mobilization tactic. When there's fascism, it is met with anti-fascism. That's, that's it. That's, it. That's, it's literally that simple. So... Building the the boogeyman, the straw man, and the whole idea of Antifa being every protest that you see in the street, or members of Antifa are controlling the protests, or participating in the looting and rioting, like all of that, just all of that, it's all narrative, it's all been built by myth, and uh, I think that's what Jerry Nadler, hopefully, was trying to say, and uh, Republicans have just taken it and run, like, the fucking relay baton race that it is, taking it as far as they could by both talking shit about Jerry Nadler and also just talking more and more about Antifa being this terrorist organization. 
Uh, so that's what Ben's getting into. It's very nuanced and complex, a lot more complex than he's going to get in here, but um, I just kind of got stuck by this fucking map. If you can go on YouTube, bro, like, this is a really red map. And I don't really think the United States is that red. This is the New York Times. From Los Angeles to New York, protesters marched in a show of solidarity with demonstrations in Portland, Oregon. In Seattle, they smashed windows and set fires. A shooting at a protest in Austin, Texas, left one man dead. So things are going really great. One thing you may have noticed, LA, New York, Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Austin. What do all these places have in common? Hmm? Hmm? It's not demographics. Portland's a very white city. Los Angeles is a very Hispanic city. New York is a fairly racially diverse city. Austin is largely white. It has nothing to do with color. What do these places have in common? They are all places where the left runs the place. All of them. They're not trying this crap. It's literally impossible for uh, Democrats to run an entire state. Uh, I mean, you would have to have both the state house and I think there's a state senate, uh, councils, various councils, various counties. Um, it's rather impossible, if not extremely difficult, to have Democrats run entire cities or, well, not cities, but entire uh, states or you know, even even cities, it's 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 still pretty difficult to have uh, <laughs> Democrats run literally everything. But you can have Democrats and Republicans in figurehead positions, like the mayor or uh, in the sheriff position or uh, the governor. But to purport the idea that Democrats literally run everything within either a city or a state is just kind of blowing things out of proportion, which makes sense when you're talking election time. Like, I can't remember how many... Let's see here. There's a fuck ton of house seats up. Let's, let's get the specifics, you know? Let's, uh... Oh, gotta update my fucking... iTunes. All right. Um, let's see here. How many seats are... On a school bus, that's funny. Uh, up for election 2020. Uh, usually it just gives me an answer. Um, like a really easy one. Let's see, all 435 seats in, oops, I think in the House. All 435 seats in the United States House of Representatives is up. 35 of the 100 seats in the United States Senate, so that's actually a good chunk of it as well. Uh, a third can really uh, clog up the machine, if say if an opposition party is there. Uh, so with that many seats up, far more council members and uh, Senate's gubernatorial races as well, it's a ridiculous uh, year of elections, and it's very purposeful and uh, expedient for the fucking right wing to just spam the idea that anything democrat run is failing or has failed or is in just complete utter chaos or they they uh give up to their children it's 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 a wild narrative uh to be building because you know to me from the from the ground um there's not really much of a difference between the republican and the democrat i one one is just gonna uh support certain businesses a lot I mean, even Democrats support the same businesses as Republicans do in this in this area. There's just a bigger investment in metropolitan areas um, where I'm not really sure because we haven't had... I wonder when the last time Colorado's had a 
Republican governor. It's probably been a while. But uh find it very fascinating how the right is just really working its damnest to build the idea that Democrats run things worse than Republicans. Uh, I would say for the working class and really any uh, underclass, say like the trans community, the entire LGBTQ community and colored community, minority community, they're all going to suffer regardless, honestly, because most of the policies are in favor of corporations and corporations don't necessarily have uh, great relations or even interest inside of our culture wars inside of our societal wars that we tend to fight here on the bottom on the bottom floor uh so that's that's just going to perpetuate no matter who you have in class but normally it's seeming more like with republicans is a very stern stance on regressionism to pull back everything that's been done since like 2012 maybe so um yeah we're, we're definitely in a very interesting spot right there with uh either party i say vote third candidate everywhere as much as you can because like honestly if you thought voting for trump was throwing a wrench in the machine just vote third party if everybody voted third party for everything regardless of your views and you just like really just like fucking throw that ballot into the third party in every category and you just don't give a shit about the turnout and everybody did that we would find hella wrenches in the machine and it would be ridiculous but also it would be very bad it's not a good idea in the middle of slayton texas red areas are not seeing this and the reason red areas are not seeing this is because the woke left understands that the people that they can capture wait What? Let's see here. Let's go governor of, oops, if, of mini, nope, soda. Tim Walls. Tim Walls is a Democratic Farmer Labor Party? What the fuck? That's hilarious. I have never heard of the Democratic Farmer Labor Party. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on. This is a lot of uh, autonomous research and development right here. Um, that's oh, fucking hilarious. I don't know shit. All right, so we got that settled. Now, what I want to figure out is the fucking Democratic Democratic Party. No, uh, Farmer Labor Party. <laughs> they must have like a massive, uh, what's it called, uh, rural base out there. If oh, it's it's okay. It's definitely just in Minnesota. Very interesting. It is affiliated with the U.S. Democratic Party. Very interesting. Um, I was hoping to get a gotcha with Minnesota, but uh, <laughs> nope. Oops. Not today. All right. Let's uh, try the mayor. 
Oh yeah, Jacob Frey, and he is definitely a Democrat. Yeah, so uh, all right, they got me. They got me there. I, you know, let's see. Uh, those are Democrats. Red run states. I don't think. <laughs> Wisconsin, is, I'm seeing here, has the mass protest. So that's funny is that the Republican states are probably doing the mask protest, which is, that's honestly pretty funny to me. Um, I would, I can't really think of any, actually. He, he might have me there because they are uh, mostly Democrat-run. I would have to think of a specific place that I heard. <sighs> Alright. There were protests in Georgia. And Brian Kemp is Republican. So, uh... Did I get one? Did I win one there? Is there at least one place that Democrats are not running that has had protests? It looks like it. Except... With Keisha Lance Bottoms being the Atlanta mayor, where I believe there was protests. Do, 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 do. And I think she is a Democrat. Okay. So the mayor of Atlanta is Democrat, but the state is a Republican. So I don't know if that negates Ben Shapiro's... Uh, uh, a whole theory that it's all Democrat-run problems. Um, we have to remember, too, that uh, I don't really know in size and scale for a lot of protests, but... Um, oh, yeah, Texas had one. Fucking forgot. Austin, Texas. It even had one go so bad that someone fucking died. Yeah. All right, Steve Adler, the mayor of Texas. Who you be with? Who? What colors you represent? Mr. Steve. Colors you wearing? Is it red or blue? Oh, he's blue. Shit, bro. How did Democrats get all these spots and fuck that shit up? It's fascinating that you have, yeah, even in Austin, a uh, major city in Texas, it has a Democrat. You know, Metropolitan is just very likely to vote Democrat. Greg Abbott, the governor, however... I think is Republican. So, uh, I don't know. I think blaming anything on solely Democrat problems is kind of just a, a farce to get Republicans voted in. Um, but generally, I don't see too much in their differences, except for the Republican Party holding so hard onto traditionalism. It really makes me soft. Like, I get so fucking flaccid at the idea of traditionalism. I don't... I can't support it. So, uh, overall, the Dems really aren't going to do much as far as progressivism because progressivism really has a lot to do with the class structure in America. Like, that's why AOC kind of really focuses on, 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 on the underclasses and the underprivileged and extremely vulnerable. Uh, and we just don't really see that from uh, classic Democrats that we know today. So, uh, fuck it. Let's get it going. Back to the points. The institutions they can capture are all run by mainstream liberals. 
And liberals are going to let the leftists get away with this. Here's the deal. Conservatives are not capable on their own of stopping the chaos that is now engulfing the country. These are liberal cities. They are run by Democrats. And until Democrats decide that they are done with this, this is not going to end. If they decide that they are going to simply allow the woke left to eat their cities alive, there's not much the right can do about that. President Trump can send in some federal forces to defend federal property, but... That's wild. Uh, he thinks, like, that's wild, you know... We know that the right sees a lot of images of destruction and they're all so worried about private property being destroyed and then also innocent lives being lost, all at the hands of rioters, protesters, or terrorists, whatever they want to throw the label on. But the bin's able very easily to just label their movement as destructive rather than actually constructive, which, like, unfortunately, is the original intent in protest. But when you're, meet with poli when you're met with police brutality... It escalates, and you're not going to get the same kind of results from the protesters that you originally had. Um, they're going to start showing up with shields and other objects to kind of obfuscate the, the, the officers and maybe even throw blows back. Um, it's not a really great way to address systemic issues that people are protesting in the street. We did not see these kind of reactions to Trump's inauguration, but say if as soon as Trump got in office and on January 17th, as many protesters showed up as they did, but at the same time, there was just as many military that showed up and started tear gassing and rubber bulleting people live on television, like during the inauguration. Nobody would deny that this was a drastic escalation of a situation that didn't need that, which then would lead to the protesters to take it further and destroy shit, which now that I'm remembering it, they did do that at the time. And I do remember that the uh, New York, uh, not New York City, but the Washington uh, police actually did uh, escalate the situation a bit and try to disperse some uh, protesters. And I think that's when the Starbucks window got hit. And man, were people pearl clutching over that shit. But it's usually after an act of aggression, then somebody goes out and riots. People don't start rioting when they want systemic change or for certain issues to be alleviated fixed or for justice you know they they it, it actually defeats the purpose and it allows the right to do these things but like propaganda uh, propagandize and mischaracterize the actual movement that's what makes it possible for things to go wrong the right it makes it a lot easier for them to create this narrative that the protesters had caused it and it's fascinating because it's extremely unpatriotic and like I can't really see America not being this union confederate thing still because of the way we see our politics as oppositions left or right, left or right, which side are you on? The federal government is not given the job, generally speaking, of reestablishing generalized law and order in America's major cities. If states and localities refuse to do it, the predictable result will be that everybody who has any shred of money will get out, that everybody who is living in these cities is not going to stick around and provide the tax base to quote unquote fix the problems of inequality. That's awesome. So we've been noticing like too that like um, big businesses have been paying less and less tax. I don't really know what it's at for uh, the entire United States, what the proportions are at, but it's, it's funny that they're threatening an Atlas shrugged. If, if, if the mayors cannot get their cities under control with their, terrorists anarchists then the big money is just going to leave the city and that city is just going to suffer and become extremely poor people are going to die of hunger and famine um 
Wow. <laughs> um, that is a very hard money looking uh, outlook on the world, honestly. Like, you really only calculate value. Uh, and human lives seem to have almost none unless they produce the value th for you through labor, and then you find your value in them. Isn't that right, Shapiro? That's so gross. So gross. Jesus Christ. I can't believe people of the working class let this man talk down on them. Like, it's fascinating. They're just going to leave. And then, presumably, they will be blamed by the New York Times for not sticking around. The day after Joe Biden is elected, this all ends. That's it. Okay, that is my prediction. What? Within a month after Joe Biden takes office, this all peters out. Why? Because all this is is a pressure tactic being applied to law-abiding Americans, which is disgusting. If you're what? So he he thinks that this is a, a pressure movement against just the citizens of the United States and not the government. He does he not understand how protests operate, or does he not understand what the First Amendment actually means, or is there just only certain movements that Ben Shapiro is willing to put his full support behind because it serves his agenda rather the interest of the actual nation made up of everybody. You are burning cities because you're trying to apply pressure tactics in any democratic polity, then you are in fact engaging in a form. That's hilarious. There hasn't been like destruction in Colorado like that. Um, the 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 Aurora Municipal <laughs> Building did get fucked up, but that map. Apply is pressure hilarious. tactics in any democratic. If you can go on YouTube and look at this, like it's fucking hilarious. This map right here. Uh, I'm pretty sure the uh, large portions of these cities are not burning like that. That's fascinating. They just took the blue from the map that they were looking at earlier and just added flames into it. <laughs> man, oh man. I really like wonder what Edward Bernays would really think about like the video propaganda these days. Like what would he see in PragerU and what would he see in this 5-minute bit from Daily Wire like does would he be like touched that it's inspiring would he have notes would he think it's perfect i don't know like edward bernays man like it just it trips me the fuck out like this is media that just seems to never be questioned because it's always spoon-fed to a bunch of uh uncurious docile <laughs> complacent babies like uh completely afraid of change uh just just terrified of anything that would um, I don't know, it's like not even restructure, but at least move the country forward. It's so fascinating just how much they dig their heels in the ground and get dragged across the fucking finish line. Like polity, it's fascinating. you are in fact engaging in a form of political terrorism. And for cities to stand by and cave to that. Protests are political terrorism, says Ben Shapiro. Yep, not a fascist. Certainly not a fascist. I would not call him a fascist. There's no reason to call him a fascist. You know, he, he believes in the Constitution, you guys. Is not only the height of your responsibility, it's incredibly dangerous, and it makes them complicit in this act. It's horrifying. None of this is going to alleviate any of the, any of the underlying problems, of course. But the fact is that you can tear down the systems, and the great lie is that when you tear down the systems, everything gets better for everybody. That's a bunch of crap. You tear down the system of law enforcement, the people who pay the most, by every available... He's got a point there that if you tear down a system, it's not like the world isn't going to like America wouldn't be magically better. Like the, the unfortunate thing about what we have to do in America is we actually have to start building the infrastructure 
while the other one crumbles. So it's like trying to build a house inside a house that's already falling apart. You're not trying to fix the walls of the same house. You're letting that motherfucker fall while you maybe you can build a new house around it maybe you fix up a little bits of the inside as parts fall off you add pieces here and there but what i'm trying to really say here is that you want the bones of a new house already made to go into the place of the of the house that you're t dismantling abolishing or defunding let's say you really really want to have shit ready because if you leave a power vacuum bolshevism <laughs> Nazism. You get authoritarians to rise out of chaos because there's so much of it. So in order for us to actually make a better America, you have to start building the bones of that house now. Um, it needs to be ready to replace America. In my personal opinion, it has to come from a horizontal hierarchical system, which I don't know how you get it operating other than... Uh, I have no idea. I have no idea how to do anything, but I would best guess that the better we have of organizing and already being organized then the better chances we have of replacing a system rather than trying to fight for power in a black hole um so ben's not necessarily wrong with thinking that tearing away america is going to be the end goal and we've done it um but he's also lying because that just scares the shit out of traditionalists. Like, it scares the shit out of people who are really so bought into the American myth that has been given to them since grade school. It's propaganda. It's a narrative fed to you so that you don't really deviate from uh, patriotism, like easy nationalism. And, uh, you know, they always blame college for... Uh, radicalizing people or telling them lies about America when really you start to really actually get fed the history that isn't filtered through a single lens which needs to benefit the state itself. When you have private colleges and uh, colleges that are more interested in finding uh, top professors it's it's really fucked up because i don't really think college should be like this but the private colleges have done a very good job of keeping together academia and uh not really for it but um academia is really important alongside understanding history and philosophy in my personal opinion the two biggest subjects that i think are undertaught in school so available stat are poor minorities Hey, those are the people who paid the most in New York. And then to get to this point here, too, that if we were to defund the police, there is funds that we can move into certain areas and still keep them armed for uh, violent crimes if need be. But if we were to abolish the police, it's in so that there can be a new structure and a new mission statement. And so that we're not building on the same idea of either protecting private property and rounding up slaves which when you really think about it are the same two things when they were created at the time so if we can wipe away that history kind of destroy something that was built on literally racism and anti-workers union rights we can build something on the idea of actual community protection and racial justice like um you can actually start writing a mission statement, a new gospel, if you will.
They're paying Funny. the most in Chicago. They're paying the most in LA. They're paying the most everywhere. But Ben just wants you to believe that if the police were to go away and we did nothing at all, that's the likelier outcome. And then people would just start killing each other, raping and pillaging, and there would be chaos. That's, that's Ben Shapiro's cell, is that if anything is to radically change, then we are going to get radical evil consequences. None of them would be good. Those are the people who feel the brunt. But for the white woke left, particularly, and now they're using BLM as, as sort of an excuse, tearing down the system has always been the goal. So here's the question. Are liberals going to cave to the white woke left? Are they going to cave to the causes of BLM, which is not white, obviously? Are they going to cave to the woke left generally? And are they going to use the woke left as a baton to club other good little liberals into line? Or will there be enough liberals to stand up and take hands with conservatives they disagree with and say, no, you know what? In a fundamentally free country ruled by the people, through their ballot box, this cannot be allowed to stand. This should be a point of unity. That's fucking fascinating. Um, but that's the thing, is that a lot of liberals and moderates are even seeing that the, the police reaction is an overreaction. They don't, they don't agree with the Republican perspective. They think the Republican perspective is actually very extreme. So that's fascinating that Ben believes that they should be on the same side. Um, when you know really you're seeing the republican party go so far right they're they're really extremist at this point and uh i'm they terrify the shit out of me but the 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 far left is just on the on the other side of the spectrum and yet somehow i've seen liberals and democrats especially through the mainstream media supporting the protests and to even to the irate of of the right and the way the right keeps reacting to this and also backing Trump is just taking them further to the to the right. And, and, you know, a lot of people keep screaming fascism, which is about as far right as you can go. And, you know, I'm worried about how much further right we have to go uh, over the next four years before we're actually there, because I could see two years and under, honestly. No American should stand for riding looting. No American should stand for laser pointers being pointed at federal law enforcement agents who are protecting federal courthouses. No one should be standing for... I mean, we stood with uh, Hong Kong protesters for doing it. For this. But instead, you have disgusting, ridiculous people like Jerry Nadler saying that Antifa's a myth. What's happening in Portland's a myth. Poof, that, it doesn't exist. Do you disavow the violence from Antifa? That's happening in Portland right now? That's, that, that's, that, that's a myth. That's being spread only in Washington, D.C. About Antifa in Portland? Yes. Sir, there's, there's videos everywhere online. See, and that's unfortunate that Jerry doesn't expand on his thoughts there because it's... All right, so he didn't explain it into an article, and he just literally calls it a myth and walks away. Uh, what a waste of fucking everybody's time. Jerry, if you're going to say something is fake, you should at least take the time to say two more sentences to explain why. Because you're begging the question, and it makes you seem like a fucking dick. Thanks, Jerry. Really helpful to the fucking community. There's fires and riots. There's th they're throwing fireworks at uh, federal officers. DHS is there. Unbelievable. I mean, uh, unbelievable. You can see the footage everywhere. Exactly. That was that was a that was shit, Jerry. That was shit. I mean, like that really didn't help. That helped the right more than it helped the left. Fuck you, Jerry. God damn it. Jerry's right that Antifa is a myth, but he didn't expand on the fact that the right wing definition of Antifa is a myth. But this is why you can't trust- It took me four fucking words to say it, Jerry. It's the media. Because only now are the media starting to report on the violence, and even when they do, it's through the prism of, what if Trump would just go away and remove the feds, 
then everything would be all better. Which, by the way, is the same exact line as if you remove all cops, crime goes down. People are fostering the chaos because they hope that it will end with policy they like. They are hoping to pressure citizens into capitulating. But bottom line is this, whether it's cancel culture, whether it's the destruction of America's major cities, so long as mainstream liberals go along with the woke left, so long as that is the coalition, so long as mainstream liberals see a greater danger to the country in mainstream conservatives than they do in the woke left, then the alliance of the woke left and the liberals actually is a majority in the country. There's a significant minority in the country that is conservative, but the sort of mainstream liberal kind of good-hearted folks who don't pay too much attention to politics, so long as they keep caving to the woke left, the woke left will have the, the whip hand in American politics. And that's what we are watching right now. Very nice. Very nice. And, you know, that's kind of a lot of reasons why people want to vote for Biden is because it's a harm reduction vote, because voting for Biden, you can at least get uh, fascism with a bit of more of a smile and, uh, you know, some gaffes. It, it, there would probably be more relaxed protesting. I feel like certain people on the left that are closer to moderate liberals would probably start not showing up at protests as often, but um, the left does see Biden as a little bit more approachable to discuss progressive ideas and then maybe even continue to pressure the Democratic Party to adopt a more progressive platform. And that's something that the right is extremely afraid of, is that the Democrats would go farther left as they go farther right. They need the liberals to remain moderate so that nothing fundamentally changes hard enough that makes it too difficult for Republicans to keep winning elections. Because to be perfectly honest with you, the Republicans have admitted that it's pretty hard for them to win elections with their current platform. So they have to do a lot of uh, shady mandering, let's say, to actually get votes. Um, But yeah, I want to go over this Portland thing a little bit because it seems like people are expending the time to uh, spread myth upon myth because what's most important for the the, the right wing is not to... uh, control the narrative but to uh just oppose it they're 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 in opposition to the truth um merely through mischaracterization and uh only accepting nuggets of truth and not really the whole enchilada so cool uh let's get into some pragaryu with a video called chaos in portland but i'm also going to go in here because there's something uh yeah so let's wrap it up with some prager talking about portland i'm ami horowitz and chaos is breaking out in portland which means we're gonna go check it out weeks it's weird he starts out this video that little segment with the music there and he looks like he was having fun for weeks portland has seen black lives matter protests nightly in front of the federal courthouse the mainstream what's pretty awesome is that right here he uh capitulates the idea that Uh, all the protests are related to Black Lives Matter, which, you know, the right wing has been working really hard to say that they have moved so far from the Black Lives Matter movement, but not with Ami here. I think that's his name, Ami. 
Um, I'm just going to call him Prager. That's what Prager here is saying, um, that it is. It's still a part of the BLM movements. The whole 60 days straight of protesting was BLM. Mainstream media would have you think that these protests are peaceful and they simply want to stop police brutality. Nothing could be further from the truth. Many of them were hardcore rioters who were using pipes, hammers, and even golf clubs to hit a wall, to break down the protective shielding of the building and to bust through. Those sons of bitches. They used blunt and animate objects to hit other inanimate objects. These vicious, vile, no good, degenerate, reefer-smoking, ill-suited pieces of shit. They repeatedly used incendiary devices in order to create multiple fires in the hope of burning the building down and everyone inside. Burning the building down and everyone inside. May I? Oh, I can't say that now. I can't say it now because, well, no one, no one of of the protests has killed anyone. Not a single protester has killed anyone. I think there's been a couple of fires, right? There was one in Seattle where they uh, set fire some equipment at a child juvenile imprisonment center and there was reported zero deaths and then there was uh, a dumpster fire in portland there's been several dumpster fires in different cities but uh portland also reached the news for its municipal building actually was it their municipal building yeah their municipal building had caught fire in a section of it or uh, one 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 building had caught fire yes and uh nobody died uh so to reiterate Nobody participating in the protests as a demonstrator or as a protester has killed anybody. Let me repeat that. The protest has killed no one. Now, unfortunately, there was that young man shot in Austin, Texas, but he was a protester who was killed protesting. So... Despite what the media would have you believe, the crowd continuously urged them to continue their mayhem. And... That's not true, but what I find very frustrating is every time I watch a right-wing media article, uh, media video, media anything, they're always saying the media wants you to believe this, the media believe wants you to believe that. They are the media. They are the media. Somehow they still find a way to be the opposition inside the thing that they're participating in. No matter what, even if they are playing in the same exact sport, they will be on the opposition. It doesn't fucking matter. They always are the outsider. They're always the victim. They're always the opposer. And that somehow ends up them being the fucking hero at the end of the day. But when you want to really stamp down rights for certain groups of people, I don't think you're a hero. Um, you're, you're an asshole. Um, but the mainstream media did not encourage or urge them to go out and protest. Um, the, the urgency of the situation, i.e. Uh, Department of Homeland Security sending out armed federal agents, <laughs> that kind of urged them to protest some more. And that began all the way in July... Second, I believe, was the uh, first appearance. And I did not observe a single protester discouraging the rioters from what they were doing. Only when the federal building was in danger of burning down and its occupants were... Now, the, the, the building down of the... Uh, the burning down of the building and 
the protesters are one and the same. It, w it was one goal because the, the federal municipal building is a representation of the uh, ongoing uh, oppression, uh, either upon black lives or upon other fellow citizens there. Um, and also, it had a lot to do with the fact that that's exactly where the federal agents were being housed. And so by burning the building down, they would have to find another base. Um, I would say for the protesters, it was a big win for them to actually force the federal agents to vacate the building. Um, and to n not equate the two, to separate them, is very important for the right-wing narrative. Um, but it's also interesting that... <laughs> They gave the the concession there again that the rioters are not the protesters, but but this time, the protesters did not stop the rioters. Ha ha. Were threatened. Did yeah. the federal officers come out to extinguish the threat and did so as humanely as possible, using tear gas, pepper spray, and other non-lethal means, even after they were attacked with glass bottles and rocks. At one wait, point, wait, 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 I was wait, hit wait, by wait, propelled wait, wait, gas wait. canister. There were groups of. Wait 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 wait. Rewind that shit. Tear gas, pepper spray, and other non-lethal means. It's fascinating that he would say non-lethal means rather than just saying rubber bullets. Is it because in the language of it, it says bullets? Huh? Does that have something to do with it? Yeah, federal troops brought bullets. And you gotta kinda wonder too, and I'm saying they brought rubber bullets because I don't have any proof that they brought uh, live ammunition, but how do we know they didn't? I remember one officer having uh, pulled his uh, sidearm on people, and uh, I've never really heard of a Glock being armed with rubber bullets. It's usually a special fitting on, a, on an assault rifle, so pepper spray and other non-lethal means even after they were attacked with glass bottles and rocks at one point i was hit by propelled gas canister he was hit by a propelled gas canister and if you look in the video it came from the cops so he says that the cops were attacked with glass bottles and rocks um which, you know, we could argue whether or not the, like, somebody throwing those by hand is equivalent to an uh, assault rifle shooting a bullet coated in rubber at somebody. You know? Um, I'm not really sure how many feet per second uh, a human can throw glass or bottles or rocks, which is funny because the glass and the bottles aren't the same sentence, so we can assume also that they were empty water bottles because that's actually been a tactic very often. Fascinating stuff. With glass, bottles, and rocks. At one point, I was hit- I mean, the cops are also wearing like massive amounts of like body armor, so it's fascinating that like these poor cops, they have to endure lobbed objects. Um, and then he says, at one point I was hit by a propelled gas canister, which was again, as you can see here, shot from the police line. If you go on the YouTube video. By propelled video, gas canister, it's shot there were from groups the of people line. interrogating it's journalists. Hilarious. They warned me that if I portrayed the protesters in a negative light, I would face street justice. Now, why isn't there a clip of somebody saying this? And after being recognized, I was pelted with broken glass. In the words of the pro... 
why didn't he record himself getting pelted with broken glass? I mean, it would be perfect for a court case, an arrest, any of any of that. He, he could have took it to court, but instead we don't even see it in this video. Protesters that I spoke to, the goal of these protests is to encourage societal breakdown so that it could be rebuilt in their own warped image. Huh? We haven't declared a revolutionary war. Is that what we need to do? I strongly feel like we do. Do you think chaos is a good tool in order to... Are you serious? We're going to take, like, a person here and there and just take this as, like, a representation of entire movements? Reshuffle the deck. It's become a useful tool. Chaos as a complete reboot. So do you think that organized chaos will work? Yep. Yes. Yes. Keyword, organized chaos. I think... Uh, and then he goes away and doesn't let her explain. But she was, like, she was going to explain. She was taking the in-breath to explain her thought, but we're just going to take it out of context and report it to you all as if that is the only truth, is that it's organized chaos. It be used as a tool. Should we be able to use that chaos to tear down the system and then to ultimately rebuild it? I believe so. Yeah. Is it time for us to end the American experiment? and start all over again? Definitely, it's, we failed as, as an American experiment needs to be addressed. Is it time to end the American experiment and then start all over again? I think that we have to burn it down. Do you think it's time to end the American experiment? Yes. Uh, yeah, it is time to end it. Do we need violence as a- Yes. It's just, it's just like all very terrifying, uh, uh, to the to the viewers in the audience of this because they're obviously very tied into the American myth as we know it and it's just unfortunate that we can't expand these ideas because it's just buzzwords taken out of context that's all this is yes, yes. you gotta have violence do you think that violence and then also how do we even know that these people know what they're talking about and uh, who are they exactly are they the organizers, are they the leaders, or are they people there that are just participating who have their own beliefs? It's all important to take into context, but again, this is PragerU, so I doubt that any of the viewers actually care. Is a legitimate tool in order to make change? There's different, there's four levels of protest. Looting and rioting is part of being protesting. So yes, I do agree that it needs to be there. Do you think that violence like that she was she's definitely gonna say it but i think that response is an outcry of being silenced for way too long not everyone that night felt the same way as the majority of protesters i, I don't know no black folks is throwing mur mortars and shit. i don't know no black folks is throwing bombs over the fence that have nothing to do with us that don't have nothing to do with us what, 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 what you gonna do if you're 90 years old and you're out there going hey, and then you throw a bomb. Some kid throw a bomb in there, trying to be cute, like that. Trying to be and cute. And when they come out, and they're pissed. <laughs> and then they're... Trying to be cute. <laughs> Feeling cute. Might throw a bomb later. I don't know. <laughs> People would say, "Look, you see what they did? No, bro, they didn't do nothing. You're going in their dwelling. They're protecting their dwelling. And then when when everybody gets to go home, That's we stay black." That's the point. It's a bunch of people in one building swooping a bunch of other people. And so what they're doing is that they're getting them out. The mayor won't get them out. The Portland police won't get them out. Trump won't get them out. The protesters actually did it. 
just over the weekend, Trump announced that the Portland uh, that the that he was reducing the numbers there. The fucking protesters did it, and this man right here is doubting those tactics, regardless. And we get blamed for your black lives. Well, to be fair, he doesn't know right now that they're about to win, that the protest is actually about to beat the federal government. But um, here he is, before that happens, denouncing the tactics that actually eventually led to success. That's the realest ever. This is bullshit. We got two percent black people out here too. Two percent. Two. But also, uh, Portland is predominantly like the 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 population is white. So. Um, but that doesn't mean that white people can't participate in Black Lives Matter. Uh, it's actually very important that they do. So. Two percent. What does that say? What's that say? It says, um, y'all don't know what you, y'all believe, y'all really know what you're fighting for. I don't. This is us taking the high road. This is us not creating groups to, to kill off and assassinate uh, the people that are doing the same to us. This is us just trying to create a world filled with love and kill off the hate. All right, that was the end of the video. And honestly, just to s summarize everything, is that it's very obvious that the right either has to obfuscate, lie, or just muddle up the truth because the truth effectively works against uh, their agenda, which actually their agenda works against the interests of their constituents, their viewers, their audience, the, the voters that the, that the representatives represent. Uh, I cannot stress enough how uh, deadly <laughs> the Republican Party has become a uh, very anti-working class very anti First Amendment as we can see um, very anti-democratic um, very anti-constitution um, it's very fascinating to just see the narrative being built so that we just don't see actual opposition against uh, power or the government when it's stepping over boundaries or not caring not caring about lives um, so, yeah, it's just, it's so fascinating to see the, the right work so hard on the same stories to make sure that everybody who pays attention to their propaganda knows exactly what to believe. Yeah, yeah. And if there's any questions, please reach out to me. I will give you no fucks. Um, thank you for joining me here on the Poor Dumb Rebel Radio. Um, uh, I will continue to do my thing maybe every Monday, maybe not. Who knows? I just pop in and out. Who really gives a fuck, you know? We're just kind of shadows in the shade uh, beneath the sun. I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. Let's, uh, let's just, you know, you know, feel the vibes. Kind of just go with it. Thank you for joining me. Um, and remember, please, stay revolutionary, and don't forget to fight the right.